What's up, everybody? It's the Alex Leak and Friends NFL Podcast, back for another week. I'm your host, Alex Leak. We got Brett on the show. What up, Brett? Hey, Alex. How's it going, man? Doing good. Glad to have you on. This is the Super Bowl episode, the 49ers and the Chiefs. Hell of a game. Um, what was your thoughts going into the game? Who'd you have winning this one? Uh, well, honestly, I thought that it was, you know, going to be KC, but I really wanted San Francisco mm-hmm. uh, to kind of keep it in the NFC maybe. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Mahomes and Andy Reid and the way that that offense plays, it's really, uh, it's fun to watch, so... They haven't won in a long time. They haven't won many. Go for Kansas City. Yeah. I picked the Niners. I thought it was going to be pretty much Patrick Mahomes versus that 49ers pass rush. And uh, on the other side, it was all about can the Chiefs slow down the Niners run game and make Jimmy G beat them. Right. And uh, so I picked the Niners just because that pass rush has been elite all year long. And the way they ran on Green Bay, I mean, no one predicted they were going to run like that on the Packers' defense, so. No, not at all. And, you know, it's this that, that defense is definitely better than uh, the Chiefs' defense, I believe. So, yeah. you know, to have them come out, it, it, you didn't know how they were going to stop them, but. Yeah. But, they played pretty well, Chiefs defense. Yeah, they started to play better the second half of the season. And uh, it really, without that Chiefs defense getting better, they weren't winning the Super Bowl. But uh, I credit big moves like adding Frank Clark and Teron Matthew and then adding Steve Spagnuolo. Spags, Steve Spagnuolo, he's a great defensive coordinator. And uh, he was the guy who directed those Giants defense to beat the Patriots, so. Right, yeah, you're absolutely right. Another Super Bowl notch for him, but let's get into this game. Um, Starts out with Robbie Gold hitting a 38-yard field goal. Niners go up 3-0. Patrick Mahomes picks up a big first down on a third and 11 in the red zone, uh, runs for a first down, but gets hit and fumbles the ball backwards. Out of bounds, bringing up fourth down. Um, that w- was crazy because if that ball doesn't go directly out of bounds, that could have been a huge turnover in the game. Yeah, it definitely, uh, it definitely could have. I mean, it impact. It still hurt uh, the Chiefs there, but it could it could have been a lot worse. So yeah, luckily, uh, it, I guess you know, it could be crumbled in their way that time. Definitely. Um, on fourth and one, I mean, down three, nothing. I think I would have kicked it here and just tied the game, but Andy Reed wanted to be aggressive in this game, had a play in mind. How about that play where they, like four players do a little spin move before the, uh, snap. And then it's a direct snap to Damian Williams for a touchdown. Interesting play call there. That's an old school play. Yeah, that was, uh, taken from Michigan actually back in the... What was that, the 48 Rose Bowl, that they did that. And Damn. I don't know if it's supposed to, it obviously worked, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a little, nobody was expecting that for sure. Yeah, well, actually, Damian Williams takes a direct snap, goes down to the one-yard line, and then Patrick Mahomes rushes in for a one-yard touchdown. Mahomes is an underrated runner, um, and he's able to take contact pretty well. This is not something that I really was worried about with Mahomes. He's much more great arm, but his running ability and ability to avoid, like take contact and still keep going is pretty good. Yeah, he uh, he makes good decisions mm-hmm. uh, too when it comes to running, picking things up uh, with his feet, and he's able to do that. I mean, he could do that more, but you know, it's not necessary for him to do that. Like you said, because of his arm, which is should be every single quarterback's greatest strength. And, um, I mean, he just he gets it done. You know, that's something – that's a good point because something I was thinking about, you know, the Lions were a fourth and eight away from beating the this year's Super Bowl champs. And he picked uh, up the fourth and eight 
with his legs yeah. on that last drive in week four and ended up going another whatever it was, 50 yards, and they scored with like 30 seconds left. So he's doing what he has to do. You know, He does it when he needs to, and he does it efficiently. Like you said, he takes the contact and powers through. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't look like that big of a guy, but does a pretty good job of that. Then um, Garoppolo gets hit. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hit as he throws and is picked off by Chiefs corner Bashad Breeland. At this point, down 7-3, to three, and then Garoppolo throws that interception, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm like, I hope this is a good game because I could easily see KC go down and make it 14-3, to three, and then who knows, you know? I mean, it could have been a lot worse. I mean, they got a, a field goal off of that. Mm-hmm. So they made it 10-3 uh, after, you know, the 40-ish yard uh, drive there. But, yeah, it could have been a lot worse, especially if the next possession, you know, San Francisco came out and didn't put any points on the board. But it, it worked out for them there. You know, they, the defense held, held them to a field goal. And, uh, yeah. You know, I San Francisco was able to score then on the next possession to tie it up. Yeah, great job by them. Um, Chiefs, Chiefs again, stay aggressive, go for it on fourth down. Um, they're two for two on fourth and one early in this game, so they were being very, you know, aggressive, and it was working out for them. Butker makes a 31-yard field goal. Huge stop by the Niners' defense. I did not, if I'm the Niners, I did not want to go down double digits there. So to hold them to three, make it 10-3. Huge defensive play. And then, like you said, Garoppolo comes back down, drives the Niners down the field, 15-yard touchdown pass to fullback Kyle Juszczyk to tie the game at 10-10. Nice to see the fullbacks getting some love in this game. Yeah, you don't hear that very much. Um, <laughs> like, some teams I'm not even sure have a fullback on their roster, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know, you don't have to, so it's... Uh, the fullbacks are getting some love there in the, in the shine and the light and the bright of the Super Bowl. Absolutely. And then, so at 10-10, the Niners get the ball back, trying to make a drive, take the lead into the halftime. And a big offensive pass interference call on Niners star tight end George Kittle to end the first half, the people's tight end. Um, Would have put the Niners in the red zone, but called for the push-off. I didn't like this call. I thought it was ticky-tack officiating in the Super Bowl. I don't watch it to see the officials making calls like this. I didn't think it was egregious enough. What do you think on that? Um, it was close, I mean, but... It, you know, I don't know. I think in the regular season, it may not have been called, but also... You know, when you think about that, it's like, well, the implications of the game, it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. Usually it's the other way around. Usually it's, oh, in the regular season, it would have been called here, they let it go. But, yeah. I mean, technically, you know, you cannot, ex it's just like in basketball, you can't extend your arm mm -hmm. or any part of your body to create space for yourself. You have to make what, you know, considered an athletic move. In order to, that's you know, that's what you're doing. You're, you you got to outperform, and when you use, uh, you know, when you extend your arm like that, and you're beyond the defense, like it's, you know, that, that seems like it's a pretty good call, especially by the way that the rules made. You know, it's it's With hard to defend when you, you know, you can't you can't be up close and personal with somebody when they have their arm reached out. Yeah. And we've seen tight ends get away with that for years. I mean, we've seen Jason Witten be a master at it, and guys like Vernon Davis and Antonio Gates and Tony Gonzalez, you know? Um, right, and, and I think that could be, you know, they're not as fast, obviously, as the defense or, the, or you know, the secondary, so that, that's a, some kind of strength advantage that they have to use. And Yeah. I don't know, yeah, you, you're right. Tight end position does, does I would say, probably percentage-wise get away with it a little more than... Anybody else. And I think Saints fans would have a gripe with this because of the Kyle Rudolph uh, game-winning touchdown in the playoffs against them where he pushed off a little bit with his arm. Yeah. Um, you know, that's another one. I guess I didn't really... You know, I just talked about the comparison between the regular season and the Super Bowl, but the rest of the playoffs, too, I mean, it, it should have been, you know... 
by rule it should have been called. Yes. But again, you know, I don't know. Is that one that you can review? You can can you review a non-call? Yes, I think you can. But when when they call it in, you know, on the field, it's really hard to overturn it. And with his arm extended, that wasn't getting overturned. So, like I, like you right. said, I think it was a good like according to the rule book, it's a good call. I would have. I'm one of those that likes to see the players figure it out on the field, so I'm like anti-calls in the Super Bowl, but I understand what you're saying, and I, I think you're right on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, you want you don't want the refs to decide a game, but also, you, you know, I want to see the game end in, you know, by two sides that had an equal competitive advantage. Yeah. As the defense there, sometimes, you know, it's not necessarily that the offense gains any advantage. It's just you lose more of yours in, yeah. in that situation, and it's hard to overcome that. Yeah, but uh, so th- so they uphold that. There's the call. Uh, Niners going to halftime, ten to ten at halftime. So a pretty good game going to the half of the Super Bowl. How about that Super Bowl halftime show? That was impressive too. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, a lot. Of, some people may disagree, but others, you know, I, I don't think they care. Yeah. So, <laughs> and they they, uh, they parents, can take that. that if you're worried about, go ahead. If, if parents, if you're worried about uh, what, you know, what your kids just watched on the Super Bowl halftime show, just check YouTube and their TikTok and all that. <laughs> a lot worse. Yeah, exactly. And with those two... Uh, performing, you should know what it is going in. Right, especially you know with their who they are, their age, what they want to. Yeah, they they came out and um, they definitely put on a performance. Yeah, this wasn't the Rolling Stones anymore. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> all right, so let's go to the second half. Ten ten game, exactly what we wanted. A great Super Bowl. Um, Kyle Shanahan decides to kick a field goal on 4th and 2 from the Chiefs' 24-yard line. Robbie Gold makes it, 42-yarder, to give the Niners a 13-10 lead. A little nugget on Robbie Gold. In his NFL career, he has never missed a postseason kick. Really? Yeah. So impressive. It is. Um, Yeah, you know, that's somebody I guess you would want on your team. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's not bring up that stuff. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm right yeah, there I'm with sorry, you, I'm man. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, do you think this is a difference in the game right here? I mean, not in the game, but uh, two different types of thinking. You've got Andy Reid going for it on fourth down twice in the first half. Kyle Shanahan decides to settle for the field goal here. Do you think a more aggressive Kyle Shanahan could have uh, could have gotten seven here and maybe? change the outcome of this game? Uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But also, you I think he was looking at it more so of, you know, you know Kansas City's offense. Yeah. Like, this is, this is actually um, the fifth game that the Chiefs have put up 30-plus points in Mahomes' five games in the postseason. Yeah, they're and a monster. It, they had four such 30-plus post-game uh, games from the span of 1960 to 2017. Jesus. So, 57 years, they only had four, and then in, you know, five games in two seasons. You know, that that's what I think Shanahan looked at and was like, you know, this is, we have to put points on the board because they are, regardless, they're going to, you know, they, they, the Chiefs aren't going to be held at 10 points. Yeah. We know that. So, I think the the risk here was to outweigh the reward just a little bit. Because if you go for it and you don't put any points up, now you're in a bigger hole than you, you know, already are at the fact that you're going for, settling for three instead of seven. So, yes. I, it was the right call, uh, given, you know, the situation. But at the same time, like... I don't know, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, I wish you should have gone for it. But, you're, I mean, you're right. It, it would have changed the outcome, and it could have been, 
Yeah, and I I actually agree with you. It's so much easier to play football with the lead, and whether that's three points, one point, seven points, I don't care. So I agree with you. Fourth and two, the other team's going for it. They're being aggressive. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try and outsmart them and just take the lead. Yeah, knowing what you need, knowing that you're not sure if your you know offense is gonna be able to put up the amount of points that you know that the opposition is going to, you know, approach. Like they knew that they weren't gonna stay at ten. They knew that they needed to put some more points than ten on the board. But at least getting that three, you know, gets them started. Um, but you know that that's a decision right there that could have also made the, the game a lot worse, um, you know, if they miss it. But it could it had huge implications either way. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think you know, if you miss that one, that hurts you a lot more than scoring a touch, you know, going for it and getting it does. So yeah, maybe not take the chance of. I agree with you. It's always risk versus reward. And, you know, I would rather take the, you know, you got a kicker that's never missed in the postseason. That's an automatic three. Take the automatic three, in my opinion. Right, and then let your defense handle it. Yep. Elite pass rush. Yeah, I agree. Um, And then another play that was a big play in the game, uh, Niners rookie defensive end Nick Bosa forces a Mahomes fumble, but he's able to recover the ball and keep possession. That could have been a big play there. Um, but then the very next play, Mahomes avoids a pass rusher and fires the ball directly to 49ers linebacker Fred Warner for an interception. Um, yeah, that, that's you know that's the thing too. You know, Shanahan thought, let's kick this field goal, let's get a stop here, mm-hmm. let's convert, and um, you know it ended up working out for him there, and that's. Yeah, at that point, I didn't know. The Chiefs just looked dismantled. Like, they didn't look like they were themselves. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, they looked a little sloppy with the ball. Um, what do you think Mahomes saw on that play? It looked like he threw it directly to Fred Warner. Uh, I think Warner was just a, probably a little bit outside of his uh, peripheral. Or be, yeah. As far as the coverage. And, like, he thought that the coverage, it, that zone. What was it? Yeah, that is it. He thought that it was, I don't know, just a different... He got uh, confused. must have been going somewhere else, covered in a different area, and then, hello, <laughs> popped up. <laughs> and it, it, it hurt him. That was Mahomes' uh, like first interception in like 164 postseason, in 164 postseason pass attempts. Yes. So that was his first one. His first career playoff interception thrown in a big moment. Right, so that's that was the thing. A lot of people had that question: Is Mahomes ready? Yeah, you know, and he's young. He's you know the first quarterback under twenty five to win the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP. So, you know, he may yeah he plays really well in the regular season, but the Super Bowl is a completely different stage. Absolutely, and that's what made the Super Bowl fun and interesting because you had two guys like we're so used to Tom Brady being in the Super Bowl, got a proven winner. And uh, we right. had two guys that had never been there before. Well, Garoppolo's been there. He's just been behind Brady. <laughs> <laughs> it's much easier to sit behind him. Yeah. Super Bowls for him. Yeah. That's what that's what he needed. He, you know, I saw he was talking about the preparation there. Like, how do you prepare for this differently as the starter compared to the backup? And he's like, you know, the preparation you should never change, which is right. You know, it doesn't matter if you're starting or not. Mm-hmm. You should prepare for every single game like you are and um but the pressure had to be so much different because you know now he's the one under center yeah to begin the game as opposed to you know giving a, an injury or whatever the case may be but yeah that was right. it is fun to not see tom brady in the super bowl <laughs> it's true <laughs> um then uh the niners march down after that turnover raheem monster rushes in for a one-yard touchdown Extends the lead to twenty to ten. Um, you know, huge drive. The Niners capitalize on the Mahomes turnover. Now the Niners have a two-score lead late in the third quarter. I mean, the pressure. Any other quarterback, they're feeling that pressure right now. Down two scores late third quarter in the Super Bowl. That's a, a huge amount of pressure. Yeah, and it's you know, 
it's against that 49ers defense, so you're just doubling it. Yeah. It's that's you know that's where big players come to make big plays, and um, the very next possession, the Chiefs did not do that. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> they, they, yeah. They came out. I mean, they had. Well, I mean, it was a 12 play, six minute drive for 52 yards until. Uh, that uh, interception, you know, that was thrown to Moore. Yeah, that's huge. Um, Backbreaker. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things I did see on that drive, on a third and five, uh, early in the drive, Mahomes, Nick Bosa gets around the corner, beats his tackle, and is pressuring Mahomes, and Mahomes actually outruns Nick Bosa, avoiding a sack, and dives for a big first down on third and five. Huge play made by Mahomes. He just, I don't know how to really evaluate that dude. Because, like, he doesn't look like the type of guy that's just going to pull the shit out. And, like, Nick is one of the fastest D-linemen in the game. I mean, he was chasing down Russell Wilson in, like, week 17. And covering him, covering him better than anybody. And here Mahomes avoids the sack. Picks up a huge play. Just outstanding quarterback play from Mahomes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I see what you're saying as far as how to evaluate because and I think what it is is that we look at him not as a runner. Like you said earlier, his arm is very strong. He makes you know good decisions. He doesn't turn the ball over. You know, At least he had his first interception of his playoff career uh, mm-hmm. you know, a couple drives ago. But um, he... I think he's a better runner than most quarterbacks in the NFL are. Yeah. But he doesn't. But his arm also outshines how good of a runner he is, which you know it should as a quarterback. So it's like we expect him, you know, to when we see him running, it's like, oh, why doesn't he do that more? He should be doing that more. But at the same time. You know, his arm gets that job done most of the time, so yeah. we don't see that. So it's like, you know, why does he only do it at certain times in this? That goes back to the, I can be at this level, I can be at that level, but I don't need to do it that way in order to get things done. So, if, you know, if it's not broken, I guess, don't yeah. fix it. But if he has to start, you know, using his legs more due to... You know, if, if, if you have some injuries in the receiving core, um, you know, I mean, granted, the Chiefs are loaded with talent um, in the skill position. Well, and so, um, but just in general, you know, if you, if there may be games like Philadelphia this year just didn't have, they had like their fourth, fifth, and sixth stringer receivers yeah. playing. And, you know, at, that, at times like that, you know, you may have to say, I got to change the way I'm playing this game. And if that were the case, you know, Watkins and uh, Kelsey and whoever, you know, go down, Mahomes may have to run more. But right now he doesn't have to. So I, I see what you're saying. It is hard to, to evaluate or analyze the, what he is and what his biggest strengths are because it seems like he excels. You know, that athletics, you're, you're right, most of a very talented, you know, D lineman, and he, he's quick. Yeah. And Mahomes just, just I don't know. He flipped the switch and was like, "I'm more athletic than you, and I'm gonna show it." It's crazy, and I Mahomes seems mentally aware of football at like a thirteen-year pro level, and he's in year three. It's incredible, and I would say, you know how on Madden you always look at quarterback awareness rating, Mahomes. Yeah. I swear he's at a 99 already. Just the way he, like, he's a, you know, yeah, he's a field general. He's, he sees everything, and he, he uh, applies his abilities based off of the need of the team at that moment. Yeah, so, so good, and credit to Andy Reid and those guys for, you know, getting him ready. They did an excellent job. So we're, we're heaping praise on Mahomes here. Uh, but they drive down the field, and like you mentioned, Mahomes on a third and six in the uh, in the red zone, I believe, very close to it, a pass to star receiver Tyreek Hill is a little behind him. Uh, doesn't lead his receiver. 
Uh, it goes off of Tyreek's arm and it's intercepted in the red zone by Niner safety Tarvarius Moore. A huge turnover. It wasn't in the red zone, but it was in field goal range. A huge turnover by the Chiefs here. Early fourth quarter, down double digits. That was an opportunity to cut the score to one, you know, cut the lead down to one score for, I believe, 99% of quarterbacks that I've seen play. That's a backbreaker. You're not coming back from that. What do you think? Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't be 90, it shouldn't, it should be 0%, but at the same time, you're right, mentally, um, you know, you, you just got scored on Yeah. after just throwing not only an interception, but throwing your first interception in your playoff career. So it's back-to-back, you know, bad you know, situations there for you. Um, and really, after, you know, they, to be honest, they, you know, when they scored to, when San Francisco scored to make it 10-10, uh, the Chiefs had to punt, and then it was halftime. And then San Francisco scored again yeah. to start the half. Then you throw your first ever interception, yeah. 156 attempts. Then San Francisco scores again off of your interception. That's and huge. Then you throw another one. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a series of events that you don't come back from. And it was looking rough there. You know, the 49ers... They had it in their hands when they were up twenty to ten early in the fourth. They did. I, at that point, that was seventeen straight points scored by the Niners, and at that point, Mahomes had looked sloppy with the ball. Two fumbles that he was lucky not to lose, and two interceptions. One of them very costly. At that point, I remember joking with my friend Josh, saying, uh, "How many interceptions is Mahomes going to throw in this game? Three or four? And I was kind—I of, was joking, and I was being a little bit of a hater. And man, he made me eat my words later on. Um, some people wanted a late hit on Jimmy Garoppolo going out of bounds. Uh, he was still in bounds and was pushed, and it looked more dramatic than it was. Um, good no call in my opinion, as he was still in bounds when he got pushed. And when you, of course, you want that call. But that call would have given the Niners an automatic first down. In my opinion, you can't make that call there unless it's egregious. Yeah, I I agree. You know, it's not... It was was in between. It could have been, I guess, either way, depending on how you look at it. But it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't something that was out of line or out of tempers being flared or, or something that was just absolutely inappropriate it was just he was trying to make a play it was a boom boom mm-hmm. you know it happens yeah it's a good no call yeah in my opinion there that's on jimmy garoppolo stop playing around with the defender and get out of bounds protect yourself right yeah i agree or whatever you have to do Don't yeah get out of bounds slide you have to leave yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly um mahomes and the chiefs take over with seven minutes left in the super bowl down 10 so it's in front of them for Mahomes. Down 10, seven minutes left. If you're going to do it, now's the time. Uh, head coach Kyle Shanahan successfully challenges a completion to Tyreek Hill on second and 15, setting up third and 15. Time for some Mahomes magic. On this play, Mahomes finds a wide-open Tyreek Hill deep downfield for 44 yards on third and 15. The play of the game, in my opinion, and the momentum at that point, after 17 straight points scored by the Niners, on that play, the momentum starts to swing in Chiefs' favor. Um, yeah, a little, it does. A little stat on this. Patrick Mahomes, in his young career, improves to 13 of 17 for 299 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks on third and 15 or, mo- or longer. That's a holy shit stat if I've ever seen one. Wow. First of all, who's keeping those stats? <laughs> sounds, like LeBron, sounds like a LeBron James stat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but, no, that's 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 called uh, just, you know, you have no, I don't know, man. That's <laughs> being in the zone. Yeah. That's clutch. That's the clutch gene. That's complete confidence in your abilities. Like, mm-hmm. And uh, 
that I heard someone say the rest of the NFL, um, the rest of the starters in the NFL are on third and fifteen or more are a combined uh, QBR of like of of six. Meanwhile, the rest of the NFL starting quarter or what? Meanwhile, Mahomes has a QBR in that in that scenario of ninety. Incredible difference there. Yeah, that's crazy. Who are the other quarterbacks? Like, just, uh, oh, yeah, everyone else. Yeah. Man, yeah, I guess, dude, it's a pool of just, wow. <laughs> it's nuts. That, that, that's ridiculous. Yeah, he's he's separated himself rather quickly, like, in two years as, like, the, I'm almost, like, head and shoulders the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, you still got Russell Wilson, but Brady's getting old, Breeze is getting old. Rodgers, I mean, getting old, maybe needs some more weapons around him, but still. Yeah, um, that's something, yeah, having weapons around you is not something that uh, Mahomes had to worry about, though. you got to remember that, too. That's true, that's true. Uh, Which, I'm not taking anything away from Mahomes, and I'm not saying that he isn't, you know, it doesn't matter... You know, you're in the NFL, so you're playing up against guys that are just as good, if not better than you, better athletes. These are the best athletes in the world within this, you know, their respective sport. But Yeah. Um, so to, just to get it done in general, but not every, you know, like I said, the Eagles were hurting. And think about what Wentz did. Just to get to, to the playoffs. Yeah. Right. And yeah. they didn't have shit. So yeah. Like, you know that that's a, that's a huge difference, and I think I agree. Still- I agree with what you're saying. I think it's possible. I think you can say without while complimenting Mahomes. I think you could also say that you put Russell Wilson at quarterback on this team, or you put Tom Brady at quarterback on this Chiefs team, and they're they're both in the Super Bowl as well. Right, and there's you know there's probably quite you know there's quite a few teams that you could see our quarterbacks that you could say that about yeah um as far as teams but there's not uh there's not many teams you can say that about uh they're that talented think you know think about the uh the jaguars with blake bortles yeah a couple years ago if they would have had you know i think when the lions were like talking about getting rid of stafford i remember talking to my dad and he said you know, he was like, if the Jaguar, if Stafford was the starting quarterback for that Jaguars team this year, they would have won every game and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, it's it's true because I looked at the you know compared to Lions have never ever had in Stafford's career a defense anywhere near that yeah. Jaguars defense that season. And this, you know, in this uh, aspect, it's it's with the offense, so. I mean, again, I'm not discrediting or taking anything away from Mahomes because both, I think he's a great athlete, a great quarterback. But Both can be true. Mahomes can be special as hell, and he can also have a lot of help around him. Right, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was just clarifying for anybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get what you're saying. Um, all right, so then... Um, Pass interference on Niners safety, Tarverius Moore, the guy who made the pick on the drive before, sets up the Chiefs with first and goal on the one-yard line. Uh, good call, in my opinion. He's got to learn that he needs to have his head turned around and he needs to play the ball. Uh, obvious pass interference there. Yeah, um, but I don't... I thought they changed that rule that you didn't have to play the ball anymore as long as you were as long as as long as you don't make contact the second you make contact with your head not turned around it's a penalty okay, or, yeah, that makes sense because now you're just playing based off of the receiver not the ball yeah at but, least while the ball's in the air yeah so um, yeah that's uh you're right, you know, and this is a it's a learning point, but this is not the game that you want that learning point to be in. No, definitely not. I heard, <laughs> I heard some people saying like uh, he shouldn't have been out there in that position, or they shouldn't have been playing that coverage. But that's for another. They were talking about Robert Sala, the DC, on that one. But 
overall, he's done a pretty good job. So, um, then a uh, one-yard touchdown pass from Mahomes to tight end Travis Kelsey cuts the lead from the twenty to seventeen with six minutes remaining, and officially the comeback is on. I mean, you cut it to three with six minutes to go, you're in a hell of a lot better position, momentum. You feel like you can win it now. Yeah, um, you know you don't want to do anything to. Uh to, you know, to take yourself out of it at this point because the momentum has switched. There's six minutes left. Yeah, they just scored a couple times. You don't know on this uh, on their last drive, but uh, it's time. You know, for your defense gets like something that we talked about before was how both sides of the ball lift the other side and make mm. it. You know, give them uh, like some uh, kind of. Uh, push yeah and something that they can build off of well the defense knew that they needed to get a stop yeah uh you know because the offense was was clicking at that point and yeah that at that point i was like oh the 49ers are in trouble right here yeah it it, what you're looking for is it provides energy like isn't it more fun to come out on the field on defense after you just cut it to a three-score game rather than being down double digits still like it's a spark yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that that momentum shifts from the offense to the defense at that point, and then depending yeah. on what the defense does, it can shift back to the offense. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. You know, you you don't want to go back out there with what was it like six minutes left or something? Yeah, they would have been down ten. Yeah, you're down three. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Absolutely. And then speaking of that, the Chiefs' defense comes up huge, forces a three and out, exactly what they needed. Yeah, they needed to get a stop regardless. You know, they obviously um, didn't want to give up a score. Um, but to get the three and out quickly and efficiently, that's that's how you win big games. Yep. A much maligned defense throughout the year. Everyone talking shit last year, this year. But they stepped up big. They had been playing better of late, and they proved it right there. Um then, uh, that, took a minute, that took a minute and three seconds off the clock. Wow. See, that can't happen if you're the Niners. You want to protect a three-point lead, you cannot go three and out like that. Yeah, with only a minute off the clock, you know, yeah. which is crucial. You know, any time is crucial. Man, that's... That's huge. That, that, that obviously changed it, you know. Yeah. That right there was the efficiency of not being able to use the clock. Yep. And then uh, I noticed, I mean, uh, so then Mahomes finds wide receiver Sammy Watkins downfield for a 38-yard pass uh, down to the Niners' 10-yard line. Momentum clearly on their side. On third and goal from the 5-yard line, Mahomes throws a 5-yard touchdown pass to running back Damian Williams. Um, Hard to tell if he crossed the goal line, but the call on the field was a touchdown and not enough to overturn it. Call on the field stands. I think I did w- see one shot of the ball crossing the line as his foot is out of bounds. Uh, what do you think on that call? Did you think it was a touchdown? Um, it looked like a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, and I don't think anyone is. <laughs> yeah. It, you, they, did, they didn't really show it. They showed a clip for like 10 seconds where his foot, where the ball was across the goal line. But his foot was also out of bounds. Yeah. And I kept saying, like, rewind it. Like, all you got to do is go back one clip. And yep. it'll show either whether the ball gets pulled back and his foot's still down, or it'll show if the ball's still across and his foot's still up. And they did. And then they took they switched camera views after, like, it, it was on there for, like, maybe half of a second. <laughs> you know, so, like, that one would have showed it. And I think how you fix that... You know, is to have, to have, you know, you have so many cameras out there. Have one that's pointed straight down the goal line. Yeah, I don't understand why we, we've come this far and we still don't have that. Right, and then you can have one that's pointed straight down the sideline. Yeah. And you can simultaneously run them. You can, you know, you can uh, modify the, the, image so you can zoom in 
like in that situation, you can zoom into his foot, you can zoom into the ball and the goal line, and you have that, you know, like I said, the videos are feeding off of each other simultaneously. So you run them both, and at that point, it'll show the exact moment and what happens in the other side that, you know, the, that the foot steps out of bounds. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's just the easiest way to fix it, I think. Use two cameras, run them at the same time, focus on the two things, which one happens first, boom. It's an easy fix. I don't know why this, uh, you know, maybe I should send something in. <laughs> some money for that. Well, the, the, the thing about the NFL is it's not the uh, common sense league, it's the National Football League. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's funny. You're right. I'm probably going to regret that comment, but whatever. But does it, you know, you see what I'm saying, though? Doesn't that make sense? If you simultaneously feed, have both feeds running, yes. you can see which one happens first. Absolutely. That makes 100% sense. So does having a sky judge up there to whistle down if they see something that, a bad call, but we have neither, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just well, even that, at least to start, like, one of them, but, like, yeah. it's every year, it's, well, we had some bad calls. Yeah. Okay, let's fix that, and then it comes into the new season, and then there's a fuck ton of bad calls, <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, we had some bad calls, we gotta fix that, and that shit just can't, no, nobody does anything. <laughs> Everybody bitches, the NFL just says that they're sorry, and that they're gonna fix it, and then they don't do shit. And then it happens again. <laughs> so you're, so you're not feeling the, those illegal hands to the shoulder calls. Uh, the illegal hands. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I know that you can. That that was a rule. I've never heard. You know. Oh man, that was. Oh uh, my the, god. The other crazy thing about that is that uh, he had never been called. For hands to the face in his six years in the NFL. Wow. Ever. That's so crazy. And then... Well, that's that's because he was a Patriot. That's because he was a Patriot. Now he's a Lion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I guess it doesn't matter who you are. It matters who you play for. Because if you're on the Lions, you're going to get... (laughs) I'm getting you fired up now. That's one that the entire country yeah either pack some you know the logical Packers fans understand that they got that game would you you know say handed to them (laughs) handed to the shoulder or anyways alright um Let's see, uh, then, so on that pass to take, so the Chiefs take a 24-20 lead in the Super Bowl on that pass. Great play. Uh, Mahomes ignores a free rush from Niners defensive end D. Ford, makes a perfect throw to running back Damian Williams, hitting him in stride and allowing him to keep running and make that dive into the end zone. I mean, it's the small things, but ignoring, I mean, if D. Ford is unblocked, running right at my face, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit worried. Mahomes, uh, no fear, perfect pass, and the the game winning touchdown essentially. Right. Yeah, that was. Uh, you know, it's just he had that heart. He knew. You know, some he could have waited. He was going to do whatever he had to do. Yep. You know, whether it was throw that pass right there, or you know, wait until the last second. Uh, you know, a lot of times. You know, as a quarterback, you got you you know for a fact, you know you have that mental clock in your head that you should have once you snap the ball mm-hmm. uh, initially, and then you have that mental clock of, okay, I got I can throw this ball to this you know route, oh I gotta wait you know whatever, and you you can then do the t- you know the, the math in your head and say oh I'm gonna have about a half second yeah <laughs> and I'm gonna get hit. So, like, you know in those situations, like, shit, I got to wait for him. Somebody's going to hit me. So he could have waited until the last second. And if he had to, he would have because, I mean, it's the Super Bowl. You got to make that play. It doesn't matter what happens. Like, Absolutely. And that was but, such a huge play because that was third and goal at the five. Like, if they don't get that, it's fourth and goal. Then they got the, the question of do they go for it? Do they kick the field goal and tie it? And that's a whole different ball game. Um, right, and that's, yeah, you don't want to be in that position. Exactly. And then, uh, so, Niners quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, what everyone was asking all season long, 
can Garoppolo lead the Niners on a game-winning drive in the biggest moments? And there's not much of a bigger moment than trailing by four in the Super Bowl with 2.39 to go. Can Garoppolo get it done? That's the question we were all asking. Um, on third and ten, Garoppolo fires a deep ball to wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, who had defenders beat, but he overthrows him. A huge miss. My problem on this play is not so much, like, of course you want to hit that. Of course, if you can complete that, that's the throw of your career, and it probably wins a Super Bowl for you. My problem with that is I hate throwing it deep on third and ten. There's plenty of time left in the game. There's no need for a deep shot there. If I'm going to do a deep shot, it's on first or second down. On third and ten, I would rather have four or five yards to give... Everyone knows it's four down territory. Give me a fourth and manageable, a fourth and five, or a fourth and six that I feel more confident about rather than a fourth and ten. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I am the same way. Yeah. You, know, you have... Like, what, what was the... Uh... The place before that were um, a pass, like both. Or no, they were both passes, but mm. they were short passes. Um, where? You know, and that's where I agree. Even with plenty of time on the clock, where's the running game here? Yeah, I don't. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, did they did they have any time outside at that point? I'm not exactly sure. I'm I'm sure they did. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure they had three timeouts, or at least two, because they had a, a chance to stop the Chiefs, and then they couldn't make a, a tackle. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. um, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You're right. They're, the run game that, that's kept them together and got them to this point was non-existent there. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, the run game, they're pounding, you know, ground and pound type stuff which they do make they do have some big plays and they had some big runs mm -hmm. in this game but at that in that situation you know you got to pick up big chunks and you it's a lot easier to do that uh in the air so but i i, I agree with you I, I don't like the two failed short attempts and then let's do the deep ball your percentages uh statistically drop you mm -hmm. know so well from throwing it short to throwing it long and that's your last chance before it's fourth down yeah and, four or five yards. and no one wants to do fourth and ten with the game on the line that's a tough spot to be unless you're Mahomes right yeah so like why not like you said pick up some yards make it fourth and six fourth and five yep. and then you know do another short pass if you get it then you know take a shot but yeah um you gotta take that sh yeah you're right Take that shot on first down. They're probably not, not expecting it. Like you said, you know, the run game's what's got them there. Yeah. So and as a defense, you might think, oh, they're going to run the ball yep. on, the, on first down. So play action that shit. Bit. Throw you, it deep. Yeah, you hit them with a – right, play action. Then you hit them with a deep threat. But, man, he – It was close. You know, that's a that's – a, that's a play. That's a throw you gotta make, man. Yeah. The Super Bowl. Yeah. If you're gonna throw that, you gotta make it. And he overthrew him. Um, so the narrative on Garoppolo is still gonna be going in next year. Can he win the big game? So, you know, with the pressure on him. On fourth and ten, should have been flagged for a delay of game. Was not. And Garoppolo was sacked by Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark. Turnover on downs. Man, Frank Clark has been has come up big all year long for that Chiefs defense. Great addition to him, to that roster. Yeah, man, he's he's been getting it done. You know, he had, I think that was their only sack, wasn't it? It might have been, yeah. And uh, but all year he's just been making big plays. Mm -hmm. the um, former Michigan product. Know, yeah, I know he's. He's fun to watch, and obviously he's fun to you know easy to root for for me. Mm -hmm. But um, that he's just he's he's he balled out this season in the playoffs especially, and that was a great addition for that defense who wasn't all you know top notch like you said you know was it going to be proven? Yeah. Uh, somebody else I really like and. I also kind of dislike due to the <laughs> fact that this whole thing was the entire reason that the 
you know, the Lions could have beat the Super Bowl champs, but Breland. Yes, Bashad Breland. Uh, he made he he's he made big plays all season long, and you know in this game he had six tackles with an assist, and he also had uh, an interception. So um, he came up big game against the Lions. Uh, he mentally did what he was supposed to do and play until the whistle. Mm-hmm. And he picked that ball up on that Johnson fumble on the one-yard line and ran it back 100 yards. And the Lions could have been up. That was such a huge swing like in that 20 game. To 10, yeah. 20 to, yeah, 20 to 10 or something and said they were down. Or yeah. 20 to 13, but they were down 20 to 13. And, and since then, I, built, I, I kept my eye on Breland because I was like, that was a smart play. If he doesn't pick that up and run it back, it's still a fumble, but it's the Lions' ball still. Yeah, at the one. Right, and yeah. then the Lions could punch it in, and, and they possibly you know, beat the Super Bowl champs for back-to-back years, by the way. They crushed <laughs> the Patriots last year. Yep. Somehow in our 9-22-1 in the rest <laughs> of the games. It's ridiculous, but... Uh, <laughs> um, Breland, though, you know, yeah, Clark, that, that defense stepped it up. Uh, when they were supposed to, and when you have your, you know, the offense that Kansas City has, and your defense fire on all cylinders, I'm um, at the right time, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to beat, and you know, like I said, they scored 30 plus points now in every game, so you don't see a lot of teams scoring in the 30s, you know, in the NFL, and especially in the playoffs, teams yeah, winning games, yeah. Like with, with getting 30 points or more scored on you. And in my opinion, I mean, I think he could have easily been Super Bowl MVP scoring that uh, game-winning touchdown and then breaking off a 38-yard touchdown when the Niners are trying to stop the clock. Damian Williams breaks free, and it's 31-10 Chiefs. Super Bowl's all, all but over right there. And, I mean, Damian Williams balled out 133 yards combined and two touchdowns. He might have deserved the MVP for this game, but they don't like to give those to running backs. <laughs> yeah, the running backs don't get a lot of credit for much. <laughs> but, uh, or at least not, you know, you know it's going to be Mahomes. Yeah, uh, that's what, yeah. I mean, just because of the narrative, the story. Yeah, I mean, uh, I it, it's hard not to give it to him, but. Yeah. There's a case that Williams could have gotten it, and. I think maybe he should have. I've been preaching running backs should get a Super Bowl MVP the last two years. I wanted Tony Michelle to get it last year, and I wanted Damian Williams to get it this year, but oh well. They don't... We can't have everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the Chiefs take home the Super Bowl, defeat the Niners 31-20. to Huge Super Bowl victory. Uh, Andy Reid gets his first Super Bowl win. At 61 years old, he's the sixth oldest head coach to win Super Bowl. It's hard not to be happy for Andy Reid. Yeah, um, I, I, you're right. I like him as a coach. You know, he's well respected. I heard around the league, his players love him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's somebody who just through thick and thin, he's been there. You know, Philadelphia still, I think, really, really loves him. Yeah, you know, and that goes to show. You know, not a lot of uh, ex-head coaches get a lot of love from their former teams or cities, but, you know, Andy Reid, you don't hear anything. You hear a lot about him, but it's not bad. Yeah, yep. He's always got his players back, and he's a great offensive coach, and he deserves it. Great for him. Um, a little note on Kyle Shanahan. So they, uh, Kyle Shanahan... Has another fourth quarter comeback in the Super Bowl that bites him in the ass. Um, in his last two Super Bowls that he's been a part of, in new, uh, with the Falcons as offensive coordinator and with the Niners as head coach, Kyle Shanahan in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl has been outscored forty to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry, that's just funny. Um, I mean, it's not. I, I, that's t- that sucks. <laughs> I get, don't get me wrong, that sucks. But that's just a funny stuff. <laughs> how, like, you, you know, obviously, 
you're a good, you're a great coach. He right? is. Be there. Yeah. But um, you know, that's and to be honest, that's some mis- some unfortunate situations. Too. Yeah, he's you know, not he's not controlling the defensive side. Team. Yeah. Like you went up against the goat. Plus, you were on offense. Yep. You know, or you were the offensive coordinator. You know. Um, you know, then you go up against this heavily tatted offense of the Chiefs, like, as a head coach, that just, this sucks. I mean, his defenses aren't helping him out, but he's got to find a way to score some points in the fourth. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you're right, you said 40 to 0. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Not great. I guess both the, those are both on him, you know, being the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. Being the play caller here. Yeah, you wouldn't think you wouldn't think in that first, you know Falcons Patriots game that he would have needed to do much except just eat up clock. Yeah, but man, until then, and then it's like you know he might have been celebrating a little early. He should have been still put in the you know situation. If it's Tom Brady, what if they come back? Yeah, he didn't do that. In this game, it's like you know, yeah, we have a lead, but again. Like I said earlier, you know, you know that the Chiefs are not going to sit on 10 points. And they did until mm-hmm. seven minutes left in the fourth, and then they scored 21 straight. It, so doesn't, what, it doesn't help that Kyle, at both those Super Bowls, Kyle Shanahan's been going against some badass quarterbacks. Right, and it's, you know, and two really legendary coaches, too. Yep. Um, you know, that Patriots defense wasn't great. Uh, but that offense was really good, and just like this, the, you know, this Chiefs defense, I think it was a little better, uh, probably better than the Patriots defense then. But this offense was better than the that Patriots offense. So yeah, it's you know you knew this at some point in the game they were capable of doing what they did in forty to zero. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah. So. I mean, that's all I got. The Chiefs are Super Bowl champs. Um, you have anything to add? I mean, an uh, incredible way to end the year. Hell of a football season. 2019 was awesome. And a pretty good Super Bowl to finish it off with. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, that's that was a fun one. Uh, something to add about Williams, though. Mm-hmm. He scored... He, his touchdown in the fourth was his 10th touchdown of his playoff career, which is the most in Kansas City history. Damn. So that's a big argument as to why I think, also, like you said, that you could argue that he could have been the MVP. Yeah. You know, he he breaks that record. He balls out, you know, he's 103 rushing at like 140-something total, two touchdowns. He was the workhorse for him, and... Um, I don't know. I think they, next year running back needs to get it. Yeah, I agree. I doubt it will happen, but I agree. Um, Damian Williams, I'm... Uh, so what are you looking at for next season? What are you expecting from you know, the Bears uh, or the Lions or, or our division? Um, I think... I haven't had too much time to think about it. I think the Bears are going to look a lot different. I really do. I think they're going to have a lot of different pieces there. Um, I think they're going to get rid of a lot of guys and bring in a lot of new guys. They're going to try and open up a lot of cap room. They're not, they don't have it right now, but they have the ability to open it up if they get rid of some guys. I think guys like maybe Prince Amukamara might be gone. Uh, um, maybe probably Leonard Floyd. Um, Kyle Long's gone. He retired. Um, Danny Trevathan might be gone. We'll see. Uh, it's going to be a different looking team. And so we'll see. You know, it's it's going to be built around Trubisky. We're doing it one more year around Trubisky. See if he can make it work. Um, so we'll see. But I do expect the NFC North to be very talented once again. And it's going to be a dogfight to see who comes out of that division. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, it's... It's a tough division to be in, and yeah, um, if you gotta stay healthy. Yeah, I mean that's your guys' biggest thing. You lose Stafford and you lose Carryon Johnson. You tell me that, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a rough year. Right, and that's you know that's the thing. 
Um, I was just talking actually to one of my buddies who I'm hoping to get on here mm-hmm. soon. Who I, was, I was talking to you about him. Uh, he was asking me about comparison between Stafford and Drummond and what they meant to uh, the Lions and the Pistons. And we were talking. It was a great question, but uh, that's for another podcast. That'd but, be a good uh, one. <laughs> um, he Stafford uh, was at like 2,500 yards. 20, 19 touchdowns and five picks halfway through the year, you know, and the Lions were 2-0-1 when they played the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They were that silly fumble away and that just unbelievable hands-to-the-face call, you know, at Green Bay the following Monday night in Green Bay. Man. Away from being 4-0-1. If you guys had started 4-0-1, I would not have wanted to hear it. <laughs> I would have been like, man. I'm going, I'm going, I'm getting off of Twitter for a few. (laughs) (laughs) Right, and that's the thing, like, but either way, it wouldn't have mattered if they had won both those games or lost because then Stafford got hurt. Yeah. He played the next three games. Uh, They lost, they beat the Giants, they lost to the Raiders by, like, four, then they lost the game I went to was when they gave up 42 to the Vikings, but they scored 30 points. You know, how you score 30 points to lose? Yeah. Uh, you know, and then, uh, then he had to sit, but, so, you're right, it does change everything, because that, you know, he was on pace, that was eight games, he was on pace for 5,000 yards, you know, 40-ish touchdowns, 10-ish picks, mm-hmm. like, the Lions would have been there, but Johnson gets hurt, Stafford gets hurt, um, you know, yeah, it's, uh, it was hard. Galladay was in and out because, you know, he had a concussion. Mm-hmm. Marvin Jones uh, didn't play for a few weeks. Wasn't Slay but out a little are. bit too? Slay, yeah, Slay was out for like three weeks. We, he was, or four, but one of them was a bye, the bye week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, that hurts. It, look, if you guys stay healthy, uh, you're right in the mix, like next year. Like, you got Stafford, you got Carrion, you got Weapons. Um, fit, you know, get the defense a little bit better. Get T.J. Hawkinson back for another year. You guys are right yes, in the mix. You're, um, right, you're right. Hawkinson was hurt, and you know, also uh, we also had uh, Flowers was out for a game or two, and then um, in the middle we had Job or Job. Yeah, Davis was out. He was hurt for like six games too, so we didn't have anybody in the middle. And yeah, if we could stay healthy, it'd be really nice. You know, it'd be nice to see. I want to see that division without Minnesota or Green Bay at the top. Yeah, and that's where the pressure starts. We gotta, the Bears and Lions gotta do our part. Get those Packers and Vikings. Get the purple and green out of there. And uh, there's pressure on both of us. There's gonna be pressure on Nagy. And on uh, Ryan Pace to, you know, uh, get shit going. And if they don't, if we, if it's another year where we miss the playoffs, then I think it's going to be a regime change in Chicago. And if Trubisky doesn't show improvement, then it's going to be a quarterback change in Chicago. Same goes for Detroit. If they don't get over the hump, I think Patricia's gone next year. After, yeah, after next prob- year. Probably Quinn. Yeah, probably Quinn. Quinn. So... A lot on the line next year, and I'm I'm fucking ready for it. Let's get next year going. I know the Super Bowl just ended, but can we fast forward? Let's get training camp going. <laughs> right. I want to get there. Like, I think that's heightened for us a little bit just because our teams were uh, so bad. <laughs> and, like, we're just right, you know, we are both missing things, different aspects mm-hmm. of the game. Yep. You know, our side is we can't stay healthy. You know, you guys is, you know, you can't divide. For some reason, it's not that the scheme or the plan is all the same. It seems like communication. Yeah. Um, I, I did like, whatever. I did like we, we brought in uh, John Filippo as quarterback coach. So it all hinges around Trubisky and hopefully, hopefully the running game. Hopefully we feed David Montgomery. But we'll see. A lot to figure out. Can't wait. Yeah, same here, man. In the meantime, we'll start doing some NBA podcasts if you want. Yeah, sounds good. And then we got uh, we got baseball season right around the corner. My Sox, White Sox, finally they made a lot of moves this this off season, and 
Ooh, we're rivals over there too, Cubs and White Sox. That'll be some good talk too. Oh yeah, well, yeah <laughs> that, that's uh, man. They spent so much money this summer. I wish I could have it. Yeah, you got to be excited about the White Sox. Oh yeah, we picked up more than what I one thought we would, and two what I thought they were going to. But I didn't realize uh, I missed part of calculating like the their uh, cap. I mean, there's no cap because of the luxury tax, but they're able to do it and pay it. So mm-hmm. finally, after winning in '05, it looks like the Sox are going to be competitive again. That's what's up. So a lot to look forward to. Can't wait. Thanks for coming on, Brett. Good as always. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm always, uh, I'm always well, or down to, you know, come on here. Hell yeah. So, alright, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, let us know what you think. We'll keep the shit talking, uh, going, and more episodes coming out soon. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one, Brett, and peace out.